Welcome to the Performance Cycling Podcast Prem Lap. Uh, I'm Jason Hammond. I'm here with Todd Norwood. All right, I'll take it. This one, we're actually going to talk about a official statement coming from the National Athletic Trainers Association that I, I saw recently. Um, it's back from October 2019, but it and it's interesting because it's about sports speciali- specialization in uh, the young athlete. Um, and so you're saying, well, but what does that have to do with me? I might not be a young athlete. And there's some interesting principles, especially relating to the, uh, the USAC, uh, long-term athlete development that we talked about on prior episodes. Um, and just, there's some, just some interesting things about, well, how, think about how do you develop as an athlete? And I think some of these principles apply nicely just in general when it comes to training. Um, but also like if you're new to the sport, like how do I, how do I sort of optimize my time or how do I spend my time? Um, as I develop over time, so they they have six key points here. Uh, I'll just I'll just list them off for completeness, but only going to talk about a couple of them. So first is delay specializing in a single sport as long as possible. Um, second is to only play on one team at one time. So like if you're a you know high school athlete, play basketball and then play soccer. Don't play the two concurrently. Um, to play any given sport, eight months per year or less. Um, to not do any more hours per week than your age in years. So for example, if you were 12 years old, you would only be playing this given sport 12 hours per week, which to me is a lot, but it's still a lot. Yeah, it's pretty significant. Um, uh, to take two days of rest per week, uh, which I think is just a good principle, generally speaking. And, uh, to take a, just like basically take an off season, um, as a, again, as a general principle. So these are, actually, these are a lot of topics that we've covered in some way, shape, or form. Um, you know, I think the, you know, taking off season, obviously the mental recovery, I think is huge. Physical recovery goes there as well. I think that that isn't just something that's true of youth sport. I think that should be true of all athletes across the lifespan, um, whether, you know, no, no matter how serious they are about their sports, like, oh, if you're trying to compete or you're trying to train uh, and you have some structured training, there should be some off time built into that. Yeah, the things that popped out to me were the, this is, um, a lot of these recommendations are really common for people who are zero to three years into cycling, such as delaying specialization. So they always say, try cyclocross, try mountain biking, try track if you have a velodrome near you, and delay becoming the roadie, becoming the crit rider. Mm -hmm. And um, the other one was um, the amount of time you should put in. I think that you know, there are time limitations. They're a bit softer for older athletes, but for someone who is relatively sedentary, comes into the sport as a coach, you'd never give them more than eight hours a week to start. And then, you know, the next year, maybe no more than 10 hours a week. So you still also respect the, the time constraints and the, the maximum time per week, even if they're 30, mm-hmm. you, you know, you treat them kind of as a junior because their development is still at that level despite their age. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think the other thing here is, you know, resting two days per week. Okay. Well, we can argue about whether it's two or one or, or what have you, but you know, certainly you got it. You should, I think you should have a, an off off day um, if you can. And I think, yeah, you know, there's going to be active recovery days. So whether that that's off or just uh, reduced volume, like it's instructed into the plan where you're not increasing the training load there that makes perfect sense to me. And that should be a principle that persists throughout your athletic development and growth, not just when you're, uh, you know, an adolescent or somebody that's new to the sport, that should be a a staple of your training routine. Yeah. And and on top of that, also taking rest weeks, which it seems like people are less and less fond of, uh, recently. But uh, the other one that popped out was the, um, 
the only do one sport for eight months at a time and don't do more than one sport at the same time. That's very similar to someone like Vanderpool who is doing multiple categories within the sport. They really make sure to delineate the different parts of the season. Mm-hmm. And they say, okay, you're a cyclocross rider now. You're a road rider now. You know, even when Peter Sagan was getting ready to do the mountain bike in the Olympics, he, you know, he stopped the road and he, you know, went to work on the mountain biking to get ready for the race. So, you know, there was this clear delineation instead of this sort of, I'm going to get on my cyclocross bike today. I'm going to get on my road bike yeah, today yep. sort of effect. It's, it is important to decide what sport you're doing and, you know, work on that for a while. And then, you know, now move to the next sport and work on that for a little while. Yeah, no, I think that's, that's perfect. And I think that focused block practice is super important in developing skill. It's like, okay, well, I'm going to practice this right now and I'm going to get good at it as opposed to, well, I'm going to kind of do all these three things at once and see what comes out. Um, Cause that's probably not your best strategy for moving forward and optimizing your gains. Yeah. Remembering to do the same thing over and over again as a form of practice to get better at it. And if we're back to the, you know, don't specialize yet idea, you know, try and learn things that aren't particular to that one uh, category or that one sport, because we want to learn, you know, how to properly produce power on the bike, how to have a good pedal stroke. This is not something that only roadies do. This is not something only mountain bikers do. So we want to, if we are going to delay specialization, we're, we're going to take that time to learn these kind of generic skills or skills that can be applied across categories or across sports that can be useful, you know, across the board and, mm-hmm. you know, as we move forward, still be useful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think learn, learn much about the sport and then apply it specifically. Yeah. And I can't tell you how many times the, my track experience has helped on the road. And, you know, I'm really happy that I was able to do that. And even, uh, you always talk about, you know, Oh, of course, you know, you got to lay the torque down easily, you know, like smoothly. And, you know, I never had a mountain bike background. So for me, that is actually a lot more difficult than for you. So I'm, you know, I'm jealous that you had the experience to learn how to, to lay the torque down like that. And so it is really important to try all the different types of the sport, uh, try a bunch of different sports, even, uh, of course the drawback to our sport is that each, each, each variation of it comes with a, an expense attached to it. Yeah. You can't just change tires, huh? Yeah. It's not like, uh, like, Oh, I'll just go get some, you know, some running shoes or I'm just gonna get some, you know, soccer cleats and and be on my way. I gotta, you know, do this whole thing that involves a bike, but such, such is life. And yeah, I would even say, you know, there, there are people who come into cycling from like crew cross country, even soccer. It can be a good prerequisite sport Mm -hmm. and they can excel because they can bring in the concepts from these other sports, you know, of either their fitness concepts or even sometimes like tactical concepts Mm -hmm. or things like that. So it's not just being a cyclist as well. And that's something that cyclists love riding their bikes and they want to be cyclists, but remembering that remembering and respecting the fact that other sports can give you an advantage or teach you something that can make you a better cyclist. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that's really the, I mean, performance aside, that's one of the I think key points here is like, yeah, you're going to learn from your other sports or your, your other activities, something that's going to be useful uh, and across the board. Yep. And uh, I think that's all we have for this pre So until next time, uh, go ride your bike.